Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. I am the host, the Honey Badger, here to give it to you straight and transparent about the RV business, as well as other things. Uh, today, I know I'm stepping myself into a lot of dog poop. I'm going to get a lot of trouble uh, for doing this episode. I know it's going to have a lot of blowback on me, uh, but I'm willing to take it. I think customers, future RVers, current RVers, people that are this close to pulling the trigger, people are two, three years away, I think you need this information. And I think also part of this information needs to be uh, told to dealerships and Josh the RV nerd. And no, I'm not here to talk trash about Josh the RV nerd. Okay? Um, but if, if, if you skip around this episode, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to misunderstand something, misunder the, misunderstand the context, and it's not going to come through properly. So even if you got to do it in sections, because I know I can be very boring at times, just stick with me one way or the other, even if you got to listen to this in pieces. All right. So I want to start with Josh. What most people don't know. Okay. And, and I apologize. I'm spinning something real quick. Um, what, what most people don't realize is I do thank a lot of people in my inner circle because the podcast, the main channel, the Spanish channel, the shorts channel, etc. have grown far beyond my expectations already. I'm not a very personable guy. I don't have the personality Josh does. Josh has this amazing personality that just looks amazing on camera. I know he's probably had to work at it. I, you know, some people are very natural. Some people got to work at it. Jimmy, Mr. Beast, largest YouTuber in the world right now. Well, I should say most famous YouTuber in the world right now. Even admits like it took time for him to become Mr. Beast. But this channel and this podcast and the everything dealing with HBRV. I would have never started it without the inspiration behind Josh, the RV nerd. Without Uncle Josh. Josh, if you're watching this or if somebody shared this with you and you're listening or you're watching, thank you. I, I want to give you props. Because I know people misunderstand what I mean by certain things. I want to give him his props first before I go into what I want to talk about. If you don't know who he is, by the way, I'm going to link one of his videos in the description box below. And it's it's it, it, it has to do with this episode, okay? Boy, I'm lost with my tongue today. Um, before Bish's RV bought the dealership that his family owned that he worked at, this man had a way of conveying information because I'm a very direct in-your-face personality. I'm a punch-in-the-gut-with-information personality. And when I sold RVs, I told everybody the good, the bad, and the ugly. And to find somebody willing to go as deep as he did 
when it was his family's dealership. All I did was take information that was missing in his repertoire, which was mostly RV finance videos, like in-depth RV finance videos. And I became the number one content creator, not the number one subscriber or anything else. I created more content about RV financing than anybody has on YouTube so far. Somebody will eventually beat me at it because eventually it's going to be a niche. Everybody's going to go like, how the hell? That guy grew like a grew like a weed. We're going to copycat him. That's eventually going to happen. And I'm going to take it as flattery. Where I drew a problem, Josh, if you're listening, is I may be wrong. Okay. It might be my own personal perception. But even people around me that are fans of yours, fans of his, have said things changed after the Bish's RV merger or acquisition. Now, I can only imagine, okay, I don't know what you're going through or how that whole thing's structured. I have no idea. It's none of my business, okay? It's not my butt on the line. It's not my money on the line. It's not my job on the line. I have no clue, nor do I want to speak on it. The only thing I could say is I could own my imagination can only run wild of how many people are looking over your shoulder to verify what you're going to do content creation wise. I can only imagine having to turn in a script of what you're going to talk about to a legal team and they take a red marker and say, can't talk about that. Can't talk about that. Nope, 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 nope. I don't know if that's true, guys. That's 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 not a fact at all, okay? It's not. So I want to make sure everybody knows. That's not a fact. That's just my imagination of what I think was is going on, right? But something happened, Josh. Something happened. So I covered on December 1st the letter from an executive. And I didn't have the balls to put it on my video. And you did. And I got to say, man, that took some big cojones. And I later, as soon as you did that, that gave me the courage to let people know that that letter came from Forest River. The letter you posted on your video came from the president of Forest River. But that letter has caused a problem. And what I'm here for right now, Josh, now that I covered kind of the setup, is I'm here to have Josh's back. Okay? Now, I don't know where this video came from, Josh, because I don't know you. Okay? We've never met. We've never talked. It'd be cool if we did. But I know we're in, like, your schedule's insane. My schedule's insane. Maybe one day we'll meet each other at dealer days in Indiana. We missed each other two years ago by two minutes. Okay, when I was working over at Coachman. Double A-Ron even said, like, dude, you missed Josh by a couple minutes in the Clipper Viking display. <laughs> like, ah! Anyway, be like a five-year-old kid jumping up and down because Barney's around. And no, it's not a joke. That's just something from my childhood. So Josh released this video, it's tagged in the description box below, of him apologizing, basically as a retraction of some of the things he said. Not everything, but some of the things he said. What I want to do is I want to defend Josh, because Josh had accurate information.
Okay. I want to start with the Cardinal Wildcat thing. Okay. I think they were a little late telling Josh this, but Josh, the people you talked about that gave you that information were 100% correct. Cardinal and Wildcat, along with a few other brands, including Columbus, including uh, a couple of smaller Forest River umbrella companies' fifth wheels, were going to be wiped out, but not canceled. What the plan was, Josh, and I'm pretty sure you were told the same thing. If they didn't tell you this, I'm going to cover this for you because I don't think you should have to apologize for this. I think this apology video, the information you were given was accurate. It's changed. And instead of somebody coming up to you and telling you that you need to do retraction, whether Bish has made you do it, whether you did it on your own, that's irrelevant. What is relevant is you were right on all three things. You were 100% accurate and things changed. So I'm going to give you guys a story I was told by six different sources. Okay. There was an executive. I can't use his name. He's never given me permission to use his name, nor will he ever return my phone calls. I've been trying to call him for like two years. But there was an executive at Forest River. He's grown one of the biggest, most awesome brands the RV business has ever seen. And he's a gentleman that has a 10-year plan. Not what about tomorrow. He looks at every single lever he pulls and sees the consequences of them 10 years down the line or the benefits of them 10 years down the line. The man has foresight. He is the reason. He is one of the top two reasons why Forest River has grown to the size it has is this one individual. Because he has a foresight and he trusts his management team. So back in October, November... I get the tap on the shoulder that not only Cardinal and Wildcat, but a couple other fifth wheels were going to merge with this big brand. And I'm like, well, that's screwed up. You're going to shut down factories. That wasn't the plan. The plan was to keep those factories going, but rend it. We rebrand it under the big brand so that way they could have a bigger network of dealerships how fucking smart is that excuse my language but that's just like that's foresight there's too many brands in the business there's too many brands that are too identical in the business why not merge these factories under this one brand then Mr. El Presidente sent out that email that Josh released. I think it was January. By the way, brother, big freaking balls on you for doing that. I love it. Guys, give you a little background. I did a video December 1st. It's almost at like 100,000 views now. That said, I can't tell you who it is, but I read this letter. This is what the letter all says. If you go back, I'll put that, put that in the description box too. Josh followed up about six weeks later, five, six weeks later, did something similar, 
but actually had the the guts and the balls to put the letter on his screen of his video. And I want, dude, at that point, Josh, if you're listening, I wanted to fly wherever the hell you were, gave you a big high five, pop open a beer, even though you probably wouldn't drink the beer, and toasted like Stone Cold Steve Austin would to the WWF title, like, and that's the bottom line, right? I had this big ass smile on my face. It gave me courage. See, that's what Josh is still inspiring me, even though I don't agree with his style right now and what's happened after Bishes bought him or bought the whole thing. But that right there gave me the tap on the shoulder mentally like, okay, now I can tell everybody that letter came from the president of Forest River. So I did. In my one of my podcast episodes in the last week, uh, week and a half, I told everybody it was Pete Legal of Forest River that sent that letter that Josh put on his screen. Okay, that letter changed what was going to happen with Cardinal and Wildcat. Because instead of Mr. Legal trusting the guy who built one of the biggest brands in America and trust his judgment and trust how he's going to do things and trust his plan of attack, he decided to tell him, in the words that I was told, well, it's my company, we're going to do it my way. So that plan to merge all these fifth wheels under this one brand, struggling fifth wheel brands under this one umbrella of a brand, fell apart. So Josh, your information was 100% accurate. It's just unfortunately, it was given to you a little late. It was given to you later than it should have. I think somebody should have told you about this nine, ten weeks ago because I don't think you would have felt like you needed to apologize. Big country under the Heartland umbrella was on its way out, guys. It was a done deal because Bighorn and Landmark are the same, almost identical to what the big country is. And they've got too many fifth wheel brands. So Heartland was going to cancel Big Country. Now this is a different story. What I was told through the dealership network groups I'm in is that there are dealerships throughout the U.S. and Canada that Big Country is their only high profile luxury fifth wheel brand. And these, this group of dealers, and it's not a small group of dealers, it's a pretty decent size amount of dealers, called Heartland, got together, and committed to continuing to order and sell the brand. That's a case of good partnership that a lot of manufacturers are missing. Okay. So, was Josh wrong? No. You weren't wrong. I'm sorry. To anybody that does anybody at the manufacturing level, Josh was not wrong. He may have been a little late with the information, but he was not wrong. He was spot on correct. And the third one, p- 
probably makes me go nuclear the most. Forest River's 90-day warranty. Two-year-old stock, new in-stock Forest River previously received only a 90-day warranty period. That is correct. So I'm going to give you guys a story. And I'll never get a job with Forest River, River ever again saying this story. And that's okay. I was told... In summer of 2023, that when the 24s came out, they were only going to warranty the 2022 new inventory one year if they retail sold December 31st, 2023 or prior. I'm going to repeat that again. Josh, the RV nerd, was not wrong. Because in summer 2023, when 24s were coming out, I was specifically told by 17 different sources that Forest River was only going to warranty new 2022 inventory for one year if it sold prior to to December 31st, 2023. So was Josh the RV nerd wrong? No. What changed? Monkey see, monkey do is what happened. Guys, I'm going to go off for a minute. Forgive the cussing. But I'm going to tell you something. The way executives... And it's not just Forest River. It's every fucking RV manufacturer out there. Every executive's ego is so big that they don't want to be the first to the table to do anything for a dealership. They have to for the customer because there's laws. But the dealership, they don't give a fuck about the dealership. They don't. They could care less. The way they've treated my owner, if it was me, I would have given them every middle finger meme I could give them for the next five years. That's how horrible the manufacturers have been to my owner. The owner of the dealerships I'm a part of. The only reason why they extended it was because Thor did it first. No bullshit. The only reason why they did it was because Jayco, and if I remember right, Keystone and Heartland did it first. And they didn't do it in January. They made the decision in September, October that the Thor towables and a lot of the Thor motorhomes that's stupid. They're going to bury themselves. They're going to go under. That's the Indiana executive RV mentality. 
And then all of a sudden, they started losing market share. They started losing deals. They started losing dealerships. And they went, oh. And then they pound and straighten up their belt buckle and straighten out their cowboy hat. And that's metaphorical, by the way. And go, yep, well, we decided we're going to extend it out. So any 2022 sold in 2024 that are new are going to have a one-year warranty. And they pound their chest as if it was their fucking idea. And then you got this poor guy, and he's not a poor guy, but you got this guy who is as accurate as fucking can be. Giving people accurate information. But we got to keep everything close to the vest. So this is what I see, and, and I'm not going to say actually what happened because i don't know but i'm going to give you a theory my theory is is josh took this information and said shit this is a great idea to be a part of my update video this is important information and it'll help me share what happens when you buy a brand that goes out of business or goes out of style okay or when a brand merges how is warranty handled it was an amazing opportunity for Josh to cover something that doesn't get covered very often. And then probably somebody at Forest River called Bish's legal department and probably went, Hey, you're going to cost people jobs. You know there's people's jobs on the line. Do you know you have inaccurate information? But he, he didn't. You guys at Forest River made a different last-minute call on things. And all he did was take accurate information that was accurate at the time that was given to him and did what he's supposed to do. Share it. So I got your back, Josh, because... Whether you did it on your own or not, whether I'm wrong, you know, is this a theory? Okay, I don't know. It's just a theory. But I could see it. And to me, brother, I don't think I don't think you needed to apologize because you weren't wrong. You weren't wrong. Okay. That segues into another thing. This has me heated. Okay. So, I don't know if you guys know, but Grand Design, you guys asked me. A lot of you have commented, emailed, through my main channel, through my shorts channel, through this podcast. You guys have communicated with me that you wanted me to try to help gather information about Grand Design fifth wheels and frame flex. Okay? And you know, I call them construction issues. Grand Design, because really, that's it, it, there's not a, a program out there to track things like the auto industry. Okay? It's still very 
old school. Okay. So I decided to go on a mission. And this mission was, I joined, I don't remember, I think six or seven Grand Design owner groups. So what I did was I sent a me- I posted a message on all six of these groups. And the message was, you know, introducing myself. I'm doing some homework and research trying to find out any construction or frame flex problems Grand Design fifth wheels are having from two th- year model 2017 to year model 2024. I'm not going to share your information. You know, I'm just trying to gather year, whether it's a momentum, a reflection, a solitude, and what the model number is. You'll never believe what happened. Every one of those posts was removed. So I went to Reddit boards and Quora did the same thing. They were removed within 20 minutes of me posting them. On Quora and Reddit, they're smart. They didn't ask them to be removed. They, they marked them as spam. What the fuck? I'm trying to do the right thing by doing some homework and some research to see how big this construction and frame problem is with Grand Design fifth wheels because I think it's a great case study. It's information that should be shared. It's information that needs to be said. And they remove my post? And then I got banned and blocked from five out of the six Facebook groups. I had I got contacted by Facebook saying, quote unquote, that I need to prove my identity because they're accusing me of being a scam artist. Whoa. Before it was removed, I received four messages, and I won't share them publicly. I'll just say what they said. All four of them said, thank you for your effort, but we can't share that information with you. That was the short version of the long messages I got from four Grand Design fifth wheel owners. You just opened up a big fucking can of worms with me. Because now you got me curious. Now you've got me wondering, what do you have to hide? What does Grand Design fifth wheels, what are they hiding? Wouldn't Grand Design want to know those numbers? Wouldn't they want to know what specific models they're having problems with or which models are having more problems than others? 
when they want that information so they could fix or remedy the problem, what are they hiding? What is Winnebago Corporate and Grand Design RV hiding? What do they have to hide? I didn't post a web, a web link. I said just send me a direct message or leave a comment. My Facebook account is verified. And you try to shut me down? I did an Instagram reel that got removed for copyright infringement when there's no music in the background and it's just me saying hey folks honey badger here just trying to gather some information on frame flex and construction issues with grand design fifth wheels anybody that owns a 2017 to 2024 grand design fifth wheel if you're having construction problems if you're having frame flex send me a message with the year what brand and the model number I'm gathering information to see if there's common issues amongst models. 22 minutes later, it was removed. It was flagged for copyright infringement. I sent all the proper shit over to Instagram, so it'll probably come back up. But what the hell, man? What is Grand Design hiding? What are they so afraid of? Are they afraid of a class action lawsuit? Is that what they're afraid of? Are they afraid that if I gather enough information that we can use as a class action lawsuit or something? Are they afraid if I gather that information, I'm going to go to the press? I am the press. I have a podcast. Are they afraid that everybody's just going to stop buying Grand Design fifth wheels? What's the problem with gathering this information? What's wrong with educating yourself? What's freaking wrong with gathering information? Tell me. To be removed and banned from five out of the six Facebook groups because I brought up frame flex and construction problems? Are you kidding me? I'm going to have to dive deeper. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I'm going to figure this out. Because now it's got me really... It's got me... It's got me to the point where I'm worried. And I don't worry, guys. I am, if you're a fan of my channels, you're a fan of this podcast, you know that I'm not the Armageddon guy. If you want Armageddon, go to Amazing Liz or Liz Amazing or whatever the hell she calls herself. I'm going to call her Mrs. Moneybags because she's probably making money hand over fist. Which, by the way, is not talking crap. That's actually a fist bump towards her. Like, get that bag, sweetheart. <laughs> don't stop making money. Okay? 
She is a necessity, guys. I never said she's unnecessary. I just don't like her style. But if you want Armageddon, you go to her. For me, you get both sides. You want sunshine and rainbows? Go go to Miles RV. He's sunshine and rainbows about everything. You want the middle ground? You come to me. But this is the first time I'm going to say I don't trust a manufacturer. And that's saying something because I, I know that they're earthquakes on wheels. I know that no RV is built perfectly. I know that Montana had their issues. Cougar has had their issues in the past. Cedar Creek had their problems for a little while. Outdoor RV had problems at one point. But they didn't try to hide them. Grand Design is hiding is it Grand Design? Now, now here's here's where I'm going to back myself up a little bit. Is it Grand Design that's having these posts removed? Or is it dealerships that carry Grand Design they're afraid too? A lot of theories. All I know is that Grand, when I went on these ownership groups, A, nobody would talk to me. And B, my posts were removed and my account was flagged on Facebook for fraud, for scamming. Asking a question as simple as, are you having, if you, if you are having problems, send me a message. You can clearly see if you go to my profile page on Facebook, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a podcaster and YouTube educator. I work at an RV dealership. What is our world coming to? What is my world coming to? I'm scared. I'm scared for Grand Design fifth wheel owners. And I'm scared for anybody that's in process of buying one. Because if they're willing to get, if they are willing, if they're the ones removing the posts, or they hired someone that's removing the posts, what are they hiding? There are a lot of rumors. I don't know if I talked about this one or not, but there's a rumor that was told to me by a few people in the industry that a guy had his frame collapse, I guess is the word to use, on his solitude. Goes back to the factory somehow the factory fixes it the rumor is they had they gave him fifty thousand dollars five-year warranty but he had to sign a non-disclosure agreement i 
I've heard a lot of stuff and I've covered it and I've always said it's rumor. We don't know. I've always said that thing since this whole thing came out, since I started talking about it. But after witnessing this stuff and seeing my posts flagged and turned down real quick, it makes me wonder if some of this stuff is true. That Grand Design is trying to sweep all these problems under a rug instead of attacking the problem. Now, some of you will tell me, well, I'm going to blame Lippert. Lippert ain't the problem. Jayco uses Lippert. Keystone Montana uses Lippert. They almost all buy the chassis from the same company because there's only one company you really buy them from. Not to say, and I always say this, not to say nobody else is having problems, but the comparison, normal pro, normal percentage of armageddon problems versus what grand design is going through that's scary as much as i don't agree with her style i would team up with amazing liz or liz amazing whatever she her name is and attack this until the truth comes out I think people are scared. I think there's been threatening letters sent out to grand design owners. I could be wrong. It's just a thought. It's a theory. But what if grand design fifth wheel owners were sent out letters by grand design corporate basically stating if you post anything about your problems, then we're not going to help you. I don't know if that's true. It's a theory. But after basically me just trying to gather information, nothing more, nothing less, they try to cancel me. You just opened up the biggest bag of honey badger you will ever lay your hands on. Last thing I really am going to cover is somebody told me that I can't say this, but I don't see any laws or problems of saying it. Lazy Days RV is rumored to be filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy as soon as tomorrow morning. Does that mean Lazy Days RV is going out of business? No. It's a restructure. They're hurting. Every RV dealership from Camping World all the way to Mom and Pop is hurting. So Lazy Days filing bankruptcy, Chapter 11 I believe it is, is so that they can survive so that way employee paychecks can cash 
because no offense to anybody listening to this that works for an RV factory, but your executives have done a garbage job of helping control inventory. It's a fact. Okay. Until next time, RV stands for Toolkit and Sense of Humor.